COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Leo Grassachusetts, Heartland of America. You can find me anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. You can follow me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod and on Getter at IC Sativa Pod. Um, you're going to have to bear with the noise a bit. Um, this is the time I can film. Um, sometimes people in my neighborhood can be very obnoxious with their flipping music. So, um, yeah, you're just going to have to deal. But we have a pretty good episode for you. Um, it builds on the theme that we've been building on, you know, for most of this year, that these local elections are crucial. Um, states where conservatives control the board, it can be very hard to get reform. But 
you can move the chains on a municipal and local level. And this story is going to demonstrate that. Ohio voters in seven more cities will decide on marijuana decriminalization at the ballot this November. Ohio voters, Ohio voters in at least seven cities will get a chance to join many of the neighboring jurisdictions in enacting local marijuana decriminalization at the ballot this November. Activists targeted more than a dozen cities for this year's election, collecting signatures to place cannabis reform initiatives on local ballots. The sensible movement said in a blog post Monday that they and Normal Appalachia of Ohio have secured enough petitions to put the issue before voters in seven cities. Both groups have organized efforts to locally decriminalize marijuana across the state for the better part of the last decade. To date, the reform has, enact, has been enacted at the ballot in more than two dozen Ohio localities. This year, voters will decide on decriminalization in Corning, Helena, Hemlock, Kent, Laurelville, Rushville, and Shawnee. Local, local officials certify petitions for some of those jurisdictions before the summer, while others being finalized more recently. Voters in, sev in seven other cities approved ballot measures to decriminalize marijuana possession during the last November elections, building on a slew of previous local reforms in the state. Prior to that election, more than 20 jurisdictions across the state had already adopted local statutes effectively decriminalizing possession, some of which have passed by voter initiatives, while others were adopted by city councils in major cities like Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland. Ohio is not the only state where activists have worked to give localities a say in cannabis policy at the ballot this year. Advocates have worked to place local decriminalization ordinances on the ballots in city across, cities across West Virginia and Texas, for example. Wisconsin voters in at least half a dozen cities and counties will also be asked on the November ballot whether they support legalizing taxing, regulating cannabis in a manner similar to alcohol. Those Wisconsin advisory questions will be non-binding again they'll be toothless so so the uh, mayors and the city councils can't really act on them or or, or or you know reduce penalties in the city they they don't really have that authority it seems in in, in the badger state but let's continue those Wisconsin advisory questions will be non-binding however and are intended to take the temperature of voters and send a message to lawmakers where constituents stand again i i support like I've, I've mentioned in our previous episode about about wisconsin i support this you have to keep nagging these ta these politicians that, that are funded by your taxpayer dollars if they're going to stick their heads in the sand in the legislature localities have the right to keep putting it on the ballot as often as needed so th these people have to face this issue on a constant basis the more they put their head in the sand, the more we'll be louder about, about getting our voices heard and getting the will of the taxpayers and the will of the people implemented. It's a good thing, I, and I, I support a 1,010%. Meanwhile, an effort to put adult use legalization on the statewide ballot in Ohio fizzled out this year, but the campaign did secure a procedural legal win that will allow them to hit the ground running for a planned 2023 reform initiative. In the legislature, a pair of Ohio Democratic lawmakers, Rep. Casey Weinstein, Democrat, and Terrence Upchurch, Democrat, filed a bill to legalize marijuana that directly mirrored the proposed measure that activists were pursuing, but it didn't advance in the legislature. Weinstein and Upchurch filed a separate legalization bill, the first in state history last summer, that also failed to move. Meanwhile, a pair of Republican lawmakers also introduced legalization, legalization legislation this past session. Ohio voters rejected a 2015 
legalization initiative that faced criticism from many reform advocates because of an oligopolistic model that would have granted exclusive control over cannabis production to the very funders that would that who had paid to put the measure on the ballot. And Nicholas Shea was, was said to be like a weed tycoon through that initiative. I, I'll keep saying that. But yeah, let's keep mo- let's keep it moving. Activists suspended a subsequent campaign to place a legalization measure on the 2020 ballot due to the coronavirus pandemic. A poll released earlier this year found that a slim majority of Ohio voters would support marijuana legalization at the ballot. Still a lot of work to be done in Ohio if it's only a slim majority there. Um, up in Michigan, it's been it's been legal for the past about four years now. Um, it's, it's legal out in in Illinois. Uh, Minnesota made 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 a forty chess move in legalizing your low dose edibles. So Ohio wants to be stragglers, let them. But you can get reform on a local and municipal level, which people should continue to do. Here's the status of the other state drug policy measures that activists have targeted for the November election. North Dakota voters will have the chance to decide on marijuana legalization at the ballot this November, the Secretary of State's office confirmed. In neighboring South Dakota, the marijuana legalization initiative has again qualified for the ballot. The Arkansas Supreme Court ordered the Secretary of State's office to certify a marijuana legalization initiative for the November ballot, but there's a chance that the votes will not end up being counted, depending on the final outcome of a pending legal challenge. Maryland elections have finalized language for a marijuana legalization referendum that lawmakers placed on the November ballot and have issued formal summary of the reform proposal. Missouri's Secretary of State certified that activists have turned in more than enough signatures to qualify a marijuana legalization initiative for the November ballot. Colorado voters will have the chance to decide on a historic ballot initiative in November to legalize psychedelics and create licensed psilocybin healing centers where people can use the substance for therapeutic purposes. The Oklahoma Attorney General revised the ballot title of a marijuana legalization initiative that activists hope will be certified to go before the state's voters making mostly technical changes that the campaign views as satisfactory. Nebraska advocates recently submitted signatures for a pair of medical cannabis legalization initiatives. The campaign has faced several challenges along the way, including the loss of critical funding after a key donor passed away and a court battle of the state's geographic requirements for ballot petitions. Michigan activists announced in June that they will no longer be pursuing a statewide psychedelics legalization ballot initiative for this year's election and will set focus on qualifying the measure to go before voters in 2024. The campaign behind the effort to decriminalize drugs and expand treatment and recovering services in Washington state said in June that it's halted its push to qualify initiative for November's ballot. What about putting an initiative for homegrow in Washington? Because it's, it's very clear that these reefer madness lawmakers are not going to, are not going to voluntarily do that. While Wyoming activists said earlier this year that they made solid progress in collecting signatures for a pair of ballot initiatives to decriminalize marijuana possession and legalize medical cannabis, they didn't get enough to make the 2022 ballot deadline and will be aiming for 2024 while simultaneously pushing the legislature to advance reform even sooner. In March, California activists announced that they came up short in connecting, collecting excuse me, enough signatures to qualify the measure to legalize psilocybin mushrooms for the state's November ballot, though they aren't giving up on a future election cycle bid. End of article. All right. So, again, local elections matter. 
it's it's very hard to move the chains on a federal level at this point and our country is just too political politically divided and we're getting more and more moral panics but if you can reason with the people in your state and the people in your localities and your be on top of your mayors and, and your city council this is a surprising amount you can get done on a local level but not for me i can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as itunes castbox stitcher tune in radio iheart radio and other platforms like it follow me on instagram at underscore i am canvas sativa you can follow me on twitter at ic sativa pod and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.